Hi, everybody. I'm Joshua Danziger. And I'm Ethan Canfield. Today is Thursday, October 21st, 2021. And this is The Young Perspective, where we talk about America's biggest political and social... Where we talk about America's biggest political and social dilemmas from the eyes of two high schoolers. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Young Perspective. I'm super excited excited to announce that this is the last episode, the 20th episode of season four. The season is ending, and we're going to be taking a couple-week break before coming back with season five. It's going to be better than ever. Um, you know, 20 more episodes. Keep going. Let's, let's do it. Uh, so our last episode of the season is going to be asking a question I was seeing a lot in YouTube comments. I've been on the space side of YouTube recently after Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos, you know, they, they, were, they went to space. I was super into that. And people in the comment sections of these videos kept asking questions like, why are we going to space? Why are we spending billions of dollars on that industry when we could be using the same money to fix the earth? Um, and people asked, said that we should reallocate the, those resources to, to fix climate change, global warming, you know, uh, you know our, our tr- pollution problem, our, our trash in our oceans. We have so many different problems on Earth. Why are we spending so much time and energy focusing on, on getting out of Earth? Yeah, I remember back in the summer when Blue Origin uh, made its flight uh, into space, there was, a lot of f- uh, there was a lot of positive feedback. Everyone was, a lot of people were excited uh, in the scientific community, but then there were a lot of people who were also criticizing this saying, well, why do we have billionaires spending all their money on sending a few other billionaires and themselves to space when that money could be used for other things like climate change or like poverty or helping our environment or other crises that are going on on earth? Why are we trying to focus on something that's not on earth when we are suffering here on earth? And so a lot of people, uh, are debating this and because a lot of people in the scientific community think that, well, this is research, this is helping science, this is helping our earth. But other people think, well, why are we trying to do research when there's an actual problem? Sure, this might help this in the long term, but in the short term, we're actually suffering. We need this money right now. Well, a lot of people say, you know, a lot of people look at space exploration as an escape from earth, right? We're going to colonize Mars. Um, that'll be a jumping point to get around the solar system and the universe. And we're going to leave earth behind. We're going to be self-sufficient from earth. Um, so it's like a backup plan and insurance plan. If earth fails and it goes, you know, it, it becomes a really bad planet, but if earth becomes a really bad planet, how does that happen? If we make it a really bad planet, it only happens if we continue to do the bad things we're doing to it. So wouldn't it make sense to, to, to focus on, on, you know, on our earth before focusing on space. Right. And that definitely does make sense because, you know, if we're going, why, why leave uh, and focus on something else that's completely new before fixing the problems that, we're, that are here right at hand? But at the same time, you can do both. A lot of times people say, oh, you can just pick one. There's no need to pick one. A lot of people say, well, the reason why you have to pick one is because uh, the cost for flying to space uh, and the whole budget for uh, space travel is so high that that could be used for something else. Well, actually, NASA's budget is only 0.4% of the U.S.'s federal budget in 2018. So it's a pretty small portion. Uh, and so actually, there's still a lot of money that can still be used for other problems. And so, yes, you know, a whole 
billions of dollars are put into uh, space travel every year, and that money could be used for something else. But we can still find the money in other ways. We just have to uh, be more creative with how we use that money. There's still a ways to do both. People who use the response, oh, you can only do one. That's kind of uh, getting around the problem. You can still do both. What I don't understand is when people say, you know, we can reallocate those resources to, to fixing the problems in the world. Well, why are those the, re- the, re- the, why are those the resources that need to be reallocated? There are tons of other resources. You know, we were talking, like I was talking about science with Ethan before the podcast. And, and I was thinking about why does science get billions and billions of dollars of funding when that same funding could be going to helping prevent poverty, could, could be going to help prevent, you know, disease or solving the COVID-19 pandemic or, or, or picking trash up from our oceans or saving people who are dying from malaria. There are tons of different problems in the world. Why are we spending so much time studying birds, and studying cell and cells and and studying you know physics, we're spending so much time. And the question is, what has more value to society? People say that science provides so much value because it helps us create technologies that save our lives, helps us do all these things that in turn save human life and provide a lot of value to the human race. People also say that when you take that money and give it to to the poor, to those impoverished. It, it helps save their life. Is space, you know, when people say space exploration will have a lot of value. That's probably true. We're going to learn a lot of new technology. We're going to learn things about humans. We're going to learn things about other planets, about elements, about everything, about science. And that's going to add a lot of value and a lot of knowledge to, under, to our understanding. But is that more value than helping m- tens of millions of, of kids in Africa who, who can't put food on the table? The, are, is, is space exploration going to help them? Is it? I mean, people talk about hate space exploration is going to help us in our daily lives. Is it going to help the people starving living on $2 a day? Right. And that's a very good point because a lot of times we say that there are so many vast implications of space travel that the research done uh, for building a rocket, that can be also spin off to create other, re- other uh, technologies like prosthetic limbs and solar power. All these things actually, can, all of the technologies used for these things uh, things like firefighter gear, things you would never even think that are related to space travel. They actually are related to space travel, some of the technology from them. But also these things are things that are not usually used by the average person uh, who maybe isn't uh, of a higher income or just an average person in general because a lot of these things are things that are only used uh, in certain communities or also in certain uh, situations. And so it's hard to see the implications of something like space travel onto the everyday lives of people. Say, people say that, oh, well, it's going to trickle down that, the effects of this are going to help the economy or that it's going to help uh, science or research. Well, no one's actually seeing that a lot of the time. And so that's why a lot of people are skeptical of this. You know, the way I look at space travel is kind of like the Christopher Columbus effect. Christopher Columbus discovered, in quotes, um, the new world in 1492. In the early 1500s, you know, in, in the late 1490s, other explorers came and went. They checked it out. But did it really provide the new, did the new world really provide value to the average British, you know, you know, uh, average British laborer? Did it really provide value to the average European who didn't, it didn't, they, they just lived their lives. The exploration didn't affect them for hundreds of years until the, these, these monarchies are really getting super rich off, off, uh, you know, the new world exploration. And I think it's going to be the same for space. So in the beginning, it's going to provide very little value for humanity, uh, especially for the average, for the average Joe. But over time, as people start moving to space, to, to Mars, to other planets, 
And, and as companies start moving manufacturing and industries to space, it, there's going to be a lot of money in that. And that'll go back and, and trickle down to the average Joe. Right. And also a lot of space, or practically all of space has not been explored. We've only touched a tiny, tiny little surface of the universe. Uh, and so that means that there's endless possibilities for what could be out there that could be useful for us. The more we explore, the more technology, the more resources and the more information we get to learn that can help us provide new things that are helpful for us. So we might find some new element or new resource that has lots and lots of energy that we can use to then power uh, our Earth. And so there are totally lots of benefits to space travel. We're just not seeing them right now. And it might take another uh, hundred years before we start seeing those benefits. And that just because space travel might be good, that doesn't mean we also shouldn't be rediverting money to, to help our environment um, and to do all these things. You know, people talk about the space budget and the NASA budget, $20 billion a year. And that could be going to helping our planet preventing global warming. Well, why doesn't the government find $20 billion from somewhere else? If the government raised ta taxes less than a percent, they'd get another $20 billion. You know, to the average, to the average person, does less than a percent make a difference? Maybe, maybe. It could, it could affect their lives a little bit. But $20 billion, it could go to, to helping the environment. It wouldn't have to be taken away from space. And it would be a win-win for everybody. Also, I see a lot of potential in private companies exploring space, like uh, SpaceX and Blue Origin, because it's not a, a big national company like or a big national organization like NASA, where it's taking tax dollars. These are private organizations that are doing their work themselves. And so you don't have to worry about your tax money going if you don't... Uh, really approve of the space travel uh, or space travel. If you think that your money is being wasted in space travel, well, these companies aren't using your money. They're not paying from taxes. They're just private organizations. So a lot of this can maybe uh, help that in the future. One of the most lucrative opportunities space travel is going to have for private companies is moving a lot of the, the heavy, heavy labor to space, the dirty industry. So it would make a lot of sense to move mining to Mars if they could find the same elements on Mars. It wouldn't hurt Earth. So that's one benefit. You know, that wouldn't, the mining wouldn't contribute to global warming on Earth because it was on Mars. Um, if they could do, get robots to do it, they'd have cheap labor. And, you know, that'd be a good place because there, there'd be tons of resources there. That can be done with industries like mining. It can be done with manufacturing, move manufacturing abroad, yes, to other planets. And um, then, then it won't, we won't have that problem on Earth and, and so that's one possible benefit of it is preventing all the pollution and terrible uh, global warming and, and terrible greenhouse gas emissions from industries that could be prevented by moving them to Mars. So in conclusion, space travel has tons or practically endless possibilities uh, for success and for helping our Earth as we see it now. But those, for those future gains might not be seen for a very long time. And so right now it might seem as a space travel uh, is not needed and that it's extra compared to some of the things that happen that are happening right now and that the money can be used for something better. But we can't actually reach the overall future success if we don't put in the work now. And so I think right now we're going to have to actually continue our space travel. Uh, it's not going anywhere right now. And it does provide a great use for science and for our world. Uh, and hopefully we can start seeing those effects more uh, in our common world in the future. That is, that is going to conclude this week's episode of The Young Perspective. Uh, please tune in in a couple weeks for season five. Get hyped, everybody. You can find more of us at theyoungperspective.net. You can find us on Instagram at the underscore young underscore perspective. Our email is ejtheyoungperspective at gmail.com. 
Thank you, everybody, for listening. And remember, this was The Young Perspective.